Welcome to the Garbage Pod. One pod, one load of garbage. 29 and 28. Remanded in custody. There's something curious about this broadcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Garbage Pod Tap Room. Joining me tonight is my regular Garbage Pod co-host, Adri Borholt-Mallows. How's it going, sir? It's going very good, thank you, boss, and hello out there to all of our lovely listeners. Now, you might be asking, what is the Garbage Pod Tap Room? Well, if you listen to our Christmas special, you would have got a taste of what is to come. Um, over the last few months, we've been making contact with people in the world of beer and real ale so much so that we thought that it would be viable to create a show dedicated to it but under the garbage pod banner we hope to bring you interesting interviews with uh, people involved in brewing and also some of the history behind beer making and pubs particularly in the in the uk we also hope to review a few brews on the show with a little bit of a tgp twist just as we did in the christmas show but for this episode we visit the lovely village of william just outside the garden city of letchworth why did we visit William? Well, stay tuned to find out. Hello everybody, you join me and uh, the Bullhawk here for a very special event, isn't it? It is indeed. Hello everyone. Yeah, we are here at a beer festival and for the first time in a long time, Adri gets to drink at this one. Hoorah! <laughs> yeah, we're here for the Fox at William, uh, their second uh, beer festival and barbecue. Um, and we've been asked along here by uh, John Anderson, the um, the landlord or general manager of the of the, of the Fox, uh, and we're going to cover uh, the majority of the uh, proceedings today, trying to get as much of the atmosphere as possible and take in what we can, really. Yeah, which will be copious amounts of beer and some fabulous barbecue food. Uh, oh, yes, there's a, a, a big menu of uh, food on display, and um, I think there's about 30 uh, beers and probably another 15 ciders on uh, on the go today. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to apologise in advance if I start to slur or don't make much sense later on, but that will be the beer. <laughs> well, if the... Uh, World's End uh, Golden Mile Trail that we covered Is anything to go by? by yeah, um, well both of us were slurring at one point but um, We were doing the Golden Mile, what were we supposed to do? You're supposed to drink <laughs> Right? Exactly <laughs> So we'll uh, leave you there and we shall come back to you a bit later on uh, when things start to liven up a bit Indeed, look forward to it Joined by the head chef here, it's uh, Sherwin Jacobs. How are you doing, sir? Uh, not bad. You're really good. Busy as always. Yeah, we, we just sampled some of your food uh, that you got laid on here, and it's amazing. Yeah, appreciate that. A lot of time and effort went into it, so uh, 
that was the whole idea. Instead of just having a plain barbecue, we wanted to do something different. And the whole theme thing, that just made it even more better for us. So a lot of time, a lot of preparation, a lot of effort went into making it. So it's it should taste good. The relish on the bottom of the burger was a nice surprise, actually, I have to say. Yeah, it's, I think for me, you know, burger... One of the things about a burger is that I reflect as a chef is that um, if you go eat somewhere and you try a burger, because it's normally the easier thing to eat, a lot of people uh, tend to neglect a burger. And for me, if you get a good burger, it shows that a chef or that person preparing it or that place is taking care of what they do. So a lot of time and effort goes into what we do and how it does it. And so for me, it's really good that people appreciate a good burger and know what a good burger is because you can get a lot of places with really bad burgers. Um, yeah, I've had a few of those in my yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. So uh, I think we're gearing up to be really, really busy. So it, it'll be really good. It's starting to pick up a, a, yeah, a lot now. As soon as the first band comes on, I think we'll be really, really busy. So last night was really good. So today is going to be really good, I think. So we've done, like I said, it's our second one only but I think we've exceeded ourselves a little bit so it's been really good yeah. Tell us a little bit about um, your role here at. Uh... Uh, my role is pretty much on a day-to-day -day basis is uh, making sure that the kitchen runs efficiently that we eat the right targets the right margins the customers are happy and developing dishes coming up with food ideas I mean I've got a good team in here and you know, it's not just me I tend to like to get my juniors and my second-in-demand uh, get them involved because it makes my life a bit easier um, and yeah that's my day-to-day -day basis and we try to tend to do things as a kitchen team rather than just me as a chef and uh, that's how I, I tend to try to run my kitchen so uh, in that sense yeah we've we've achieved a lot over the past year two years so because you've won some awards haven't you? yeah we've won a few awards we've uh, in the first year we've got uh, got two rosettes uh, we won a top 50 gastro pub in uh, England and Wales. Wow. And we got nominated in the top 50 in uh, a top 50 gastro pub, uh, pub awards as well, which, which the company held as well, uh, the function for. So uh, we got nominated at 47th. So it's a massive achievement. But yeah, we, we're working really hard and uh, we got a good reputation and uh, it seems that we just keep on to keep building on that reputation. That's what we want to do. So, what's the kind of style style of uh, food that you, you, you produce? Oh, well, we normally say modern British. Uh, so we tend to try and use local suppliers as much as possible, um, and you know, cutting out the you know the food mile thing. People are a lot more aware of what they want to eat and how they want to eat it. A lot of allergens is coming in, so. We based our menus on what we can cook and what we can't cook and how, how we can accommodate not just a certain type of clientele but everybody more than, than just one type of clientele. I mean, and uh, for me at the Fox, when I started, yeah, it was more a, a case of the Fox was kept as a place, as um, it's a special occasion place, but I wanted to change that to be the, the more 
they, you know, it can be an everyday occasion place rather than just a special occasion. Yeah. And yeah. we can accommodate that special occasion even better, but then have just any occasion day as well. And I think we've achieved that in a little bit as well. So we've been really busy. So because we have, you know, a style of what we do here is more. It's more relaxed. It's not too stuffy, and uh, we we serve a, a, a really decent and good product, and uh, and I think that's what people relate to. And you know, I've always got the saying: if if the food is good, or if you serve good food, people will come. So yeah, unfortunately, do. that that's what it is. Pretty much talks yeah. for itself. So that's what it needs to be. So absolutely. Mm. So you mentioned that you were 47, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Out of the, mm. the 50. So yeah. um, how would you then move it forward to kind of get higher ranked and potentially become number one? Uh, well it'll be a, a massive ask but it's just keep doing what we're doing and just try and be just more consistent uh, try and get more consistent you know but it depends you know there's a lot of things that's involved with getting that you know you're talking about Tom Kerridge being number one yeah okay, that's quite a stiff competition yeah you know what I mean so it's for me it's a case just being nominated in in the top 50 it's a huge huge uh, you know privilege and you know a massive achievement so you know, it's not you're not even looking at it. if you move forward, you know, how can we move forward? Just cook cook good food, cook keep food, doing what yeah. we're doing and people talk about it. That's yeah, that's it. it. The word gets yeah, out. The word gets out and that's what we need to do. Yeah. I mean so it's certainly so, going to get out from our point of view because yeah. say even just even just a small sample we obviously need to eat in the, yeah. the main restaurant as well to sample all of the other foods yeah, that you do but um, um, from what we've seen it yeah it just and it tastes amazing yeah I'm glad you know I've spent a lot of time going it so but I'm glad that's what I want you know for me people are happy they they're willing to pay and you know we are happier in the kitchen because that's what we at the end of the day that's what we want. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be enjoying this job if every customer complains. Um, that's the main <laughs> thing. That's true. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but no, I'm glad you guys are here, and I'm sure you guys are gonna have loads of fun. Well, yeah, we certainly will be. We've yeah. sampled a few beers already, so yeah, we'll... glad. You know I mean? <laughs> Please, you know, like I said, be open till ten o'clock tonight. So if you guys are around, just keep you know coming out some more. Sure. Try some stuff on the menu. So oh, perfect. Yeah, thank awesome. you. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Nice. Thank you. Right. Right. Cheers. Thanks, for, thanks for talking with us, chef. No worries. Much appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> Lovely. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs> so here we are again at the uh, Fox at Williams second. Uh, beer festival and barbecue. How are you enjoying it, sir? Uh, yeah, great atmosphere. Crowd really starting to build, and um, I've had a few drinks, so I'm very happy right now. Yeah, we certainly have had uh, a few drinks. How many is that now? It's uh, um, well, if you include the halves, I think we've had what two, three halves. Mate, I can't even remember. That's how many we've had. So two or three halves and a full pint as well. Yeah. All I know is you're slacking because you're trying to be professional, and I'm not really happy with this. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to be in charge here. Well, you're always in charge, boss, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a game called catch-up and you need to maybe get involved. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's not too bad. I mean, it's, I'm only about half behind you now, aren't I? Something like yeah, that. it's not too bad, to be fair. But in all seriousness, I mean, we've sampled some interesting uh, beverages, haven't we? So there's been sort of pale ale. You've had uh, your milk stout as well. Yeah, which is something I've never tried before. And um, I really enjoyed that. It's one of those I think I could probably spend the night on. You know before when I said stouts, more my uh, 
cup of tea when we did the Christmas show. Yeah. Um, it, that milk stout was definitely something I could spend the whole sort of night drinking and then maybe pay for it the next day. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right there because um, stouts do have that kind of effect on people. <laughs> sure, and there's been some uh, there's been some lovely ales as well. Um, I think it was the it was the the blonde duck I had, which was uh, which was very nice, very very smooth. Yeah. Um, and the, the red uh, is it the red squirrel the uh, red, tail. red tail version yep. that I had uh, was uh, a really nice brew um, and I've, I've tried to go for the lighter beers uh, mainly because of the weather um, but strangely as I've been told at other festivals some of the darker more winter brews do incredibly well in summer beer festivals really how come um, nobody's able to put their finger on it <laughs> that's always helpful <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see what what the uh, what sells the best here well we can see this is before it even started uh, here today I mean it was on on last night uh, and there's like two or three of the barrels were uh, empty wasn't that yes there was um, yeah. and um, as I've just mentioned to you earlier they've just started putting the ciders on now as well so that's um, going to be an interesting one for me when I start on the cider yeah likewise although I think we've done a few beverages now so I think maybe we should start on the cider together now what do you reckon I think that'd be a good idea and see what, see what we've got nothing too strong to start with uh, yeah, keep it low percentage to start with and build up to the strong stuff. Otherwise, I'll be on the floor within about two hours tops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine so. Well, I think it's about time we, we uh, headed out that way, I think, and uh, see what we can find. Absolutely, let's hit the bar. So I'm with the uh, general manager of the, the Fox and William now, John Anson. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, great, thank you. Enjoying the weather? Yeah, it's a perfect day for this. Um, how's it going so far? It's been fantastic. The turnout's been amazing. I uh, opened yesterday and had a, had a, a, a massive day. People from uh, from bright, as far afield as Brighton yesterday, which is really cool. Uh, words out there and uh, around, and people are prepared to travel. Um, yeah, we've just had a really nice, lovely atmosphere last night. Lots of people, lots of food, lots of drink. Great stuff. Yeah, we just had a, a, a little chat with uh, Sherwin, and he's, he's really happy with the way it's turned out. Mm. And uh, so we, we sampled his food, and uh, it's just amazing. It's, it, it's a great uh, addition to your establishment. Uh, we've been very lucky with Sherwin. He's been with us just over two years now, and um, it's just ta- taken everything we do to another level. Um, Consistency-wise, and the passion he gets, he puts into, and gets out of his staff as well. And and it's so much easier for staff to take food to customers, knowing that they're going to get wows, and this was great, and that was great, and the flavour, and so just makes everybody's life so much easier. Mine as well. So. How long have you been uh, working at the, at the Fox? I've been with the Fox for 10 years now. Um, family-owned business. I've known the family for 24 years. Um, in fact, James, my boss, I used to serve him his bottle of Coke and packet of crisps with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a bit strange, he's now my boss, but yeah. Um, yeah, because his uncle uh, ran a pub, yeah. which I used to run for them. Uh, and that's how I know the family. So, obviously, not a bad bunch to work for. I've worked for them on and off for the last 20 years. So, I think I met his uncle actually. He's he? behind the bar with the man with the flowers in his hair. 
Is he the guy that does some of the festivals? Is the, uh, the um, like food festivals? And yeah, he does. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's where I've met him. I He's think. got. Um, he does Norfolk beers, ales, uh, ales, ales from Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I um, so you'd have seen him. <laughs> he does lots of the little food festivals and uh, street markets and stuff. Yeah. Um, a retired landlord. Which is just likes to dabble, and uh, he's making a guest appearance in my tent today. So, oh right, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's behind the he was behind the bar. Here he's still there. Yeah, yeah, old grumpy git at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I had a, a lovely picture taken with him yesterday. Um, every festival, every beer festival, he Steve was one of the first people to really do pub beer festivals. And um, he has a tradition of having a glass of wine at every beer festival. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a nice photo taken yesterday with me and Steve, him having a glass of wine and, uh, <laughs> in, in my festival. It's only right that it happens that way. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, bands do you have for us this afternoon? Uh, Desert Penguins start. Um, they're a fairly local band. Uh, they played for me two or three times before and always get a great response. Um, and they're actually would have been headlining tonight, but they've got a love fest to go to. All right. Um, so they're just doing they're doing the warm up gig, which is going to be quite a warm up. So they're quite lively. Okay. Um, and then I have a guy called Mark Sullivan playing uh, early evening. Uh, one man and a guitar, followed by a band called Doppelganger later on. Um, to see us through to close the play. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, hopefully the beer lasts as long as the music. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Keep it Some, something's got to give. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thanks for talking with us, John. Oh, pleasure. Thank you. As you can hear, things have really livened up about a bit here. It's, uh, what's, what's the sort of it's about 20 past five in the afternoon, or the evening, whatever way you want to look at it. And uh, it's starting to fill up a bit, isn't it? At this point, I don't even know what day of the week it is, my friend. All I know is the band is playing, they're doing really well. I'm a teenage dirtbag currently at the moment, and I'm drinking, and it's going very well. <laughs> it certainly is. And, um, well, um, we're hoping to be speaking to this band a little bit later on. Uh, I believe they're called Desert Penguin. I know there's a penguin in the title. <laughs> and uh, they're doing a lot of cover versions, as you can hear, uh, in a kind of a new age punk style, isn't it, really? I guess, yeah, that's what we would go with, I think, definitely. We've even had covers of, like, Britney Spears, Casey Perry, so it's been quite an interesting mix. It is. It's um, some of them we didn't quite expect, uh, which was a cover version of... Uh, the Black Eyed Peas and um, oh, an Outcast. Outcast, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. So that was a, a rather strange one. I didn't see those two going together, but you know, it kind of worked. They obviously had a reason for it. Yeah, so. it kind of worked. So um, I think we'll leave it there and come back to you and have a look and see what else there is to uh, to uh, purchase and. Um, drink thinking of chasers um, I wasn't but <laughs> <laughs> I think they may be on the cards it could well be yeah uh, but we'll see how things go and uh, we'll come back to you in a little while indeed ciao for now I'm joined by the members of the band Desert Penguin now who have I got here uh, Simon one of the guitarists Dave the bass player 
aid the drummer. And someone who's not going to say anything. I'm going to keep very quiet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking after my voice. I'm Steve the vocals. Rhythm guitar. Fine. So, where did you guys get the name of the band from? Simon. I don't really know if it came from me. It was um, it's a kind of come from the Arctic Monkeys, Desert Penguins, because we do. Fair enough. It's an homage. It's a little bit yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, describe your style. It's, it's pop music. Yeah. We just convert to rock because we're all rockers at heart, but we know everyone loves pop. So we just go out there and hopefully everyone recognise it because it's modern stuff. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I've noticed that there's a, a, a lot of different kind of fusions there. Yeah. Uh, the one that stood out for me was your uh, your Black Eyed Peas and uh, oh, Outcast. Okay. That that oh, really yeah, did yeah, stand yeah. out. That one. Great song. Because they're the two songs that you wouldn't really think that would go together, and when you put it in the style that you do, it really works. So yeah, definitely. Wicked. The um, whole, whole idea, I guess, was we, we just want people get people get up on the dance floor. So, just get songs that people know and want to dance to, and normally, I guess, people up and going. Fair enough, fair enough. So, how long have you guys been together? It's coming up to our third year now, isn't it? Yeah, so our first year, we had about half a year's worth of getting our name out there. And then the first year, we were doing mainly pubs, clubs, and now we're doing a hell of a lot more weddings, venues, like... Um, Corporate events, we've got a corporate event coming up. We want some a couple of agencies. It's going really well, really festivals. well. And some festivals, festivals, yeah. It seems to be at the moment is the time to be doing festivals because there, there seems to be so many of them out there. Uh, Every town's got one now. Yeah, and especially like these these kind of events is, is just made for mm. for a band like yourself. So everyone we do each year on year it gets gets better, gets gets bigger every single one. We've not been to one that's kind of ended up folding or, or getting smaller, they're all just growing, growing, growing really. It's a shame we couldn't like, we couldn't headline this one because last year was was madness in there. They, I loved playing here last year. Is it is it because you were going off to another venue after yeah, this? Tonight, yeah, it's tonight. Yeah, yeah. So three gigs in two uh, days. Ladfest in Wellington City. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that should be good. Like, I imagine hours. it will be. Another Long two hours on his voice. Yeah. It's my I'm looking after my voice. <laughs> <laughs> We did two hours last night. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours gigs last Three gigs in a weekend, it's not bad. So after your gig tonight, where's your... Welling Garden? Um, well, it's not. It's, where is it, Welling Garden? What's that? Our next gig is... Um, yeah, yeah that's in Welling Garden. And then next week we're in uh, Marlow. Marlow in Buckinghamshire, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on Saturday in Welling Garden. Awesome. So how, how can people um, follow you and, and stuff? Have you got like, Facebook and things? Yeah, we've got Facebook. Uh, so that's basically facebook.com forward slash the Desert Penguins. Yep. Uh, Twitter is TD Penguins because it can't fit the Desert Penguins because they won't allow you to. <laughs> uh, the website is, uh, yeah, thedesertpenguins.com. Um, YouTube is YouTube slash the Desert Penguins, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> but not most of our business on Facebook. Really. Yeah. Facebook's good, yeah. People follow us and we always try and, try and encourage people to get on there and ask us when we're playing next and we advertise our gigs there and try and get people to request songs or get ideas. Yeah. We're on Lemon Rock as well, so that's a good place for people to find the band. Again, that's forward slash the Desert Penguins. If so it's pretty easy to find you, you then. You can find us anyway, yeah. It's well marketed, makes the time. Brilliant. Well, it's, it's been brilliant talking with you guys. Thank you very much. And uh, wish you well for tonight. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
So here we are at the end of the day, and uh, it's been pretty good, hasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's a, a great venue, great food, great atmosphere. The band's been fantastic, so kind of obviously we know there's more music coming on later, but, you know, it's been a, a great day out in a great little village. It has, um, and for the second beer festival, I think it's been really successful for them. Um, yeah, without doubt. Um, hopefully they'll invite us back again next year. Yeah, I mean, it's a great little country pub, but we're going to have to come back and try the food so we can uh, try some of the uh, restaurant food rather than just the barbecue and kind of get the full atmosphere. And I'd recommend everyone check out the food here. Um, it's delicious. Come to the Fox, uh, William. Um, great venue. Yeah, and we'll be putting uh, links to the place on the, on the show notes anyway, so uh, everyone can check it out there. Yeah, so between this and the Gardener's Arms, a.k.a. the World's End, I think we found a couple of great places to eat. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, we've got a lot of hospitality in this area, so... Uh, Cheers for the invite, boss. It's been a great day. Cheers again. Crichton, what are you doing, man? Oh, sir, I'm listening to The Garbage Pod. It's a podcast I found in the podosphere. We had a fantastic day at the Fox, didn't we? Yeah, we did indeed. It was uh, a great pub. It was a lovely atmosphere and very, very busy as well. And the guys at the Fox were fantastic. Uh, Sherwin, the chef, and uh, John, obviously the owner. Yeah, uh, we also got to meet uh, James Nye, who is the managing director of Anglian Country Inns, who own the Fox of William. We we didn't actually capture him on uh, <laughs> on the recording, but uh, he came across as quite a nice guy, didn't he? Very much so, yeah. Very, very lo- lovely young man. I'm sure will appreciate me saying that too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, we got talking to a couple of uh, regulars to the pub and uh, they also recommended us to try out the Cricketers Arms at Western, didn't they? Yes, they did indeed, yeah. So that's definitely on the list of things to do for us. It's actually a, a really interesting pub. Obviously, because it's called the Cricketers Arms, it's very cricket-themed in there. Their speciality is pizzas. And, they've and got... dare I say, I'll end up getting bowled over. <laughs> well, you will do because they're, you, you know, the pizza ovens are kind of dome shaped usually yes this one actually looks like a cricket ball (laughs) that's good work nice image (laughs) so um out of the different brews we tried during the day what would you say was your favorite well i have a couple of favorites i picked my favorite beer slash ale and also my favorite cider i'm going to start with my favorite beer it's one i had a a couple of pints of in the end and that is the uh the duck blonde by the Green Duck Brewing Company. Uh, it's a very light beer, um, very citrusy, but very mild on the palate. So yeah, it, it was uh, it was very easy to take down. And considering the the weather we had that day, um, it's it's the right kind of brew for that kind of weather, really. Very much so. Although it can be quite lethal because when you have something that tastes so nice and goes down so smoothly you're going to end up with a rough head in the morning. I um, woke up pretty rough the next morning, not through the to the alcohol. I was like, ow, ow, ow. I was burning a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, that will happen if you sit in the sun for a long time and don't lotion up, buddy. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so let that be a lesson to you. Make sure you always take lotion with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favourite brew of the day was the Mad Squirrel Milk Stout, especially when you pair it with the amazing food that was laid on. The, the I had the, um, the the pulled pork burger, and it paired really well. 
with uh, with the the milk stout. Um, and I really enjoyed that because you sampled a bit of that as well, and you quite enjoyed that, didn't you? Yeah, I am a, a stout man by nature, so that was definitely a nice little tipple. I only had a little sip of it though, because I figure if I once I get started on a stout like that, especially one so tasty, and you end up having one too many pints. And again, it's one you're kind of more your stomach feels the next morning. So um, definitely have a couple of pints of that. It was very refreshing. But also did like one of the ciders they had on offer. And that was the Apple Cottage Cider Pider. And um, it was called. And again, that was um, lovely and fruity. And as you would expect, obviously, with a cider, but very refreshing. And again, had a couple of pints of it on the day because it was just beautiful. I think Apple Cottage is a Hertfordshire bro. Um, if I remember rightly, because um, they were one of the suppliers at the Hitchin uh, Beer Festival that we went to a couple of years back as well. They're out of Bulldog, is where the uh, Apple Cottage Cider comes from. Yeah, yeah. You can find out uh, details about all the beers and ciders we sampled, uh, plus photos and contact details for the Fox at William and everything else we mentioned in the show notes. Spanhead Productions are a small independent sound recording company based in rural Hertfordshire. We specialise in creating content for all your podcasting needs, whether it be field recordings, fox pops, or capturing the atmosphere during social events. Editing is a very time-consuming job, so Spanhead Productions are on hand to take away some of the burden for you. Just advise us on how you'd like your content to sound, and we will do the rest. We can even help you design and manage a website for your podcast too. Visit us now, spanheadproductions.com. Weebly.com. That's spamheadproductions.weebly.com. So, how do you think our uh, inaugural taproom episode went, young sir? The more episodes we do like that, the happier I'll become, quite literally. Well, we, we've we got a uh, quite a biggie coming up uh, soon. I won't go into that now, but yeah, we've got quite a biggie coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah, that's the one uh, in August. It is. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that we will have some other people with us uh, for that one, and um, we'll see how that goes. It will be my first and sure it won't be my last (laughs) (laughs) right before we go I'd like to thank uh, Pamela Farrell and Jesse Clements from the Anglian uh, Country Inns for helping us out with this episode John Anderson and all the team at the Fox at William for being our host for the day and also uh, Chef Sherwin Jacob and the guys from Desert Penguins for chatting with us and then last and no means least, Mr. Mallow's here for joining me at the event. Well, it's always my pleasure, boss. So all that is left to say is thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all again soon. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of The Garbage Pod Tap Room. Be sure to visit www.thegarbagepod.weebly.com for the show notes for this or any other episode. Just look for the relevant tab on the menu. Let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to garbagepod at virginmedia.com Because your input is our output. Or you can use the social media icons at the top of the page that include Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to subscribe to any of our podcasts, you can do so via iTunes, the RSS feed, and also TuneIn and Stitcher On Demand Radio. Don't forget to rate and review us. You can also listen to rebroadcasts of all our shows on the Awake Radio Group. You can find a link 
on our podcast pages. If you like what we're doing here, then why not buy us a pint by clicking on the donate button on any of the podcast pages and don't forget to spread the word about us. The Garbage Pod is a Spamhead production. 